And we are live. Welcome back to Checkpoint, your number one show rounding up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about. I'm one of your hosts, James Walmer, joined today by the last Italian man in San Francisco, Vincent Wow. Thank you, audio listeners, and we're also available on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash casual. Please hit us with a rating on audio platforms. really helps us out. Today we're talking about Scarlet Nexus reviews, we're talking about Mario Golf reviews, Cyberpunk being back on the PlayStation Store, Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC, and more. Vincent, how are you doing this week? What have you been playing? Doing really good. Been another busy week, so I haven't had like the most time to play games, um, mm-hmm. but at the beginning of the week, wrapped up Last of Us Part 2 again, grinded it. It only took me like a week and a half to get through the whole thing. That's insane. But did the whole thing, platinumed it. Beautiful chef's kiss. I gave Naughty Dog the platinum trophy. I put it to rest, deleted it off the PlayStation. I'm like, I'll probably never come back to this for a long time. It's way too heavy. It's way too heavy. I've literally had a cloud of heaviness over me after playing that first second time. Okay. If you know, if you've played it, you know, <laughs> but the, everything, it's just a lot, just a lot. Um, and then other than last of us yesterday, um i finally took james's advice and i started persona 5 i probably shouldn't have started it midweek because i don't have like i wish i got to play more yesterday Mm -hmm. i like it a lot i think it's cool i think it's really cool i think the opening scene was really awesome it was really cool they did a really good job of introducing me to like what the combat system's kind of like uh the characters, the style, the 3D mm-hmm. cutscenes versus like the anime cutscenes versus like mm-hmm. here's how you walk around. Um, I've got all the way to the first day of school, so I did the um, I I did the dun the, not the dungeon I guess I don't know what it's called the castle with the PE yeah. teacher in it. Oh okay. And I got out of there, and then now I've arrived at school late, and everybody's like, "You're late. You're such a delinquent child, Joker. <laughs> Just such a delinquent." Um, so that's where I'm at. Um, I do wish I got more combat in the first two and a half hours because, mm-hmm. like, when I see screenshots of the combat, like, turn-based, like, system, I'm, like, overwhelmed without playing it. I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much here. But that's really – it's not really a lot. It's just they make it look huge because that's, like, the style. But I'm like, okay, we got my melee, which is, like, X. You have your persona powers, which is triangle. And then I don't know the other two. I I don't even know. That's the only two I've used so you far. Have gun and you have items. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, it's in, I'm excited to get into, like, harder combat where encounters are longer. Because right now, enemies are pretty easy. I'm, like, two-shotting them. You move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. They're just trying to get you acquainted for these harder fights, I'm sure. So, yeah. uh, I'm excited to get into that, too. It's, I got a daunting hour or, like, 120 hours ahead of me in this game or whatever it is. Um, also, I checked your trophies, James. You are very close to that platinum trophy. You need, like, two cleanup trophies and you're good. You should, like, mm-hmm. go for it. You should just you should just send it. It'd be a great thing. I might have to. But yeah, that's it. I'll have more thoughts on it later. But I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I'm excited to play more of Persona Five. So I'm so glad you're enjoying it. I was so worried that you were gonna jump in here and be like, oh well, I'm just not like, I just don't. No, it just doesn't click with me. It was. I will say, dude, when I was back in the school, walking around the hallways trying to find the faculty, the uh, faculty office, they had this like really chill thing playing, and I didn't get much sleep last night, bro. And I was like. Oh, I was like almost asleep. I was like, I was like, okay, I got, I got to call it quits right here. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, bum. Yep, that one, and then yep. the do 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 and then it just goes loops over and over and over yep. again as you're walking the halls. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. What about you? What have you been playing? Okay, so last week, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I uh, finished Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um. And to give my short thoughts on it just here over the podcast, um, I adored it. Wouldn't have changed anything uh, narrative-wise. I watched the whole Nakey Jake video on why Naughty Dog's uh, game design is outdated. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely saw where he was coming from. Agreed with some of it. Disagreed with some of it also. Um, I, I just... I love that game so much. Probably my top five. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of narrative devices, uh, Nikki Jake found the sort of themes of the cycle of violence and war and um, those sort of things. Uh, he found them kind of like trivial, but mm. I actually thought they were executed really well, given the yeah. parallels between Abby and Ellie throughout the entirety of the game. Right. Um, 
but I like Abby a lot. A lot. Some people still like didn't like Abby even after playing as her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, really like Abby. I Me too. Did grow very close to her when I was playing um, that half of the game as her. Um, the second time around, I I remember the first time playing it. I went a lot slower the first time than I did the second time, obviously. But like yeah. the second time playing, it, I was like, wow, we don't actually get that much time with Abby and they still make us really like care on well, me at least and us they still make us really care about her which is wild it's wild mm-hmm. yeah so. it's really cool so yeah I, I think it's a 10 absolutely yeah I think uh, it's a 10, 10 out of 10 but uh, aside from that this week I I've been kind of in like a game hole like a show hole but for games okay kind of like don't know what to do so apex is really filling that hole for me right now oh yeah baby uh I jumped into battlefield 4 a little bit because it's back on I don't redownload it on my ps4 because my mm. buddy uh or sorry on my ps5 because my buddy redownloaded it on his ps5 so I jumped into there and it's 60 frames on ps5 really so okay fun. yeah so that was fun um but Apex has been really taking a lot of my yeah. time and a lot of my attention. Um, I just really enjoy playing around with the... I really like the bow. I don't know why, but I am kind of nasty with the bow. I've never tried it yet. So my like go-to loadout is yeah. a Spitfire LMG mm-hmm. and a bow. And you're just you're shredding with it. I, I 1v3'd a last squad for the dub last week. On, this, the, on the arenas? Powerful. No. This on, is uh, on Battle Royale. Wow. Wow. Look at you, dude. Look at you. Uh, I haven't been really touching arenas. Okay. I'm not really into like, I don't like the buying sure. system. I kind of like the feeling of like going around and finding good stuff. Yeah. Um, I got to download it, James. Like ready to go. You got to download ready to yeah. go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to oh, yeah. jump in. We'll jump in. Okay. Oh, but yeah. other than Let's that, go. Uh, I tried to jump, play a little bit of Dark Souls 1, try to get into that, but couldn't. I couldn't do Control Vin. Like, it's kind of turning really? me off right now. Okay. Not not because of, like, the gameplay. The gameplay is... I have two issues with the game. Okay. One of them is getting around, if I feel like, is really hard. Mm. Uh, oh, like, I also don't have a lot of fast travel points yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Navigating yeah. the map is so difficult for me. Mm. Um, because every space looks the exact same. Mm. Okay. Um, but That plays into is... the game later on. Oh, this, interesting. This, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I just need to get through it, but right now it just takes itself so seriously. Oh, it's pretentious as hell. I'm, I'm going to say so it. It's so pretentious, yeah. and I'm like, I just can't. I can't do it. That's fair. Like, there's no way. I I heard there's a boss fight where you fight a refrigerator, and that's what I want to get to. Oh, I guess kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't know. Could I can understand. I totally get where you're coming from there. Uh-huh. That's one of those things. It's just like suspension for me. Like, okay, I'm going into this weird ass sci-fi world. Everything's gonna be weird, weird. But then again, I love like campy sci-fi movies and like really bad sure. stuff like that. So like, I'm kind of like, what? I'm bought into it already. I'm like, whatever, okay. whatever. Okay. Like the story's yeah. the story's kind of weak in Control. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm, it's, yeah. I'm not floored by the story it, or anything. It feels it feels weak. Like the character, I forgot her name already. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. She's like everything. The monologues, like the internal dude, monologues so and conversation, I hate them. Oh, like dude. I, I almost love them because of how campy yeah. they are. Uh huh. But it's just ah. like the whole thing is about like unraveling this mystery of this. Uh, what is it called? The headquarters or the uh... the bureau of yeah. control or yes. something like that. Couldn't tell you what the mystery was or anything at the end of the day, but I knew there was some sick gameplay in there. It was so much, dude. There's one sequence in the game I just want you to experience really bad. It's like halfway to like three quarters of the way through. Not too long of a game, but oh my god. But I do have, I have the, I just got the throw ability. Yep, the best mm-hmm. sound effect and- in any game I've played in the last five years, ten years. And they're really cool. Like the abilities are really cool to use. Yeah. For some reason, for some reason, the shooting feels so weird to me. Like it mm. feels weirdly loose. Okay. And if I put on Am Assist, I, I the inner gamer yeah. purist in me yeah, just yeah. won't let me do it. That might be because you're going between Apex and Control. You know what I mean? That. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes tough for me too. Going from a third mm-hmm. person to a first person, being like. I'm like way over aiming or like not going places. Yep. Also, the gun upgrades help a lot when you get those. Is it just too. the one gun for the whole game? 
the one gun turns into multiple guns. So like that's pretty cool. It transforms. It's there's like a shotgun sniper that comes out of it. Like a well, not a sniper. It's like a long range, and then um, an auto pistol. But all those have separate upgrade trees, I think, or like different upgrade things in it. So yeah, pretty cool. That's right. pretty cool. Oh, yeah, but if, I mean, I get it. I totally get it if it's not for you too. But stick with it a little bit longer. Just you know, give it a yeah. give it a fair little, just a little bit more. We'll see. Cool. Okay, we got to get into news. We just spent 10 minutes talking about games, which is totally cool. I love that. Oh, my God. Can't wait to play more Persona We got news, too. baby. We got news. Guys, first up, we're going to have two games. We got review roundups for. These games are coming out this week. Number one is Scarlet Nexus. James, we played the demo for Scarlet Nexus. Uh, give me a quick recap about how you felt about the game before I read the scores. I played through, or I guess not through, but I had experience with both characters in the demo, mm-hmm. and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. I only played one character because I didn't know you could play the other, or the other character was a different story. Um, and I thought it was sick. I was like, by the end of this, I was just like, okay, you can combo this with this, and then you get this animation attack or something like that. And I, I, I thought it was so cool. And it used the dual sense, which not a lot of games use the dual sense. Interaction was really cool. Um, but I could, the, my one thing was like, okay, this game could look kind of the same the whole time. Like, I have a feeling it, it's this vibe and this look, which would have been cool for a couple missions. And then maybe different environments and stuff. But who knows? I only played like an hour and a half or whatever. Um, But overall, people seem to like it a lot. I would say the reviews are pretty positive here. We got an... Good. They are good. We got an 80 Metacritic. Game Informer Mm -hmm. gives it an 8.75. Games Radar gives it a 3.5 out of 5. Video Games 24-7, 3 out of 5. Destructoid, 8 out of 10. Easy Allies, 8 out of 10. Screen Rant, 8 out of 10. It's funny how Screen Rant does games and they're like started as a movie thing. But, you know, that's funny. polygon recommends it saying scarlet nexus has a colorful cast of characters and an impressive variety of gameplay mechanics but for me the unexpected cherry on top was its story the chapters are very well paced and none of them overstays its welcome 2021 is seeing quite a lot of jrpgs with many of them being continuations of existing franchises or just remasters but after having played through both scarlet nexus storylines which is wild that has two full storylines i believe it has the potential to be a surprise hit for this year for fans of the genre don't let this brand new futuristic brain punk adventure slip past you there that's that's great and then um washington post just put out a review titled the twists and turns of scarlet of scarlet nexus make it a must play for anime lovers so you know what ben means you gotta play it it means you gotta play it james there are so many damn games i want to play I, there's so many, many games I want to play right there's now. There's too many, Vin. There's too many. We had Returnal on sale for $50. $50. I, didn't buy it. I still don't have enough money to buy it. Sure. Um, We got Ratchet and Clank. Yep. We got Scarlet Nexus. Mm-hmm. I still have to finish... Uh, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The one I was just talking about. Control. Control, thank you. Yeah. Um, My backlog's huge, dude. Too big. I still have to finish Nier yeah i have to play through that two more times and the new re- near replicate was on sale for 40 bucks we missed that train Missed a lot God. of trains Ben. that's right no they'll all be on that's sale so for cheaper later on when i'm actually have time to play these games they'll be on sale i don't have to buy it like, now and wait for them to be in my backlog. Winter break yeah winter break that holiday sale it's gonna hit i freaking say that though and i'll still be playing persona 5 during winter break you know what i mean like that's how it's gonna go yeah you will yeah you will <laughs> long ass game every damn minute of it i hope so um Next up, we got Mario Golf Super Rush review roundup. This game also comes out this week. It's sitting at a 75 on Metacritic. Games Radar gave it a 50. Out of game 100? Informer gave it an 83, yes. Okay. Well, a lot of these reviews are, like, out of 5, and they just change, and, like, they change them to the 100-point scale. So did Games Radar give it, a fi- like, a 5 out of 5 or a 50 out of 100? Because those are, that's no, no, no. Be. It would have been a 2.5 out of 5. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, okay. two point, yeah, two point five out of so five half, five out of ten. Got it. Yeah, uh, but it just converts all of them to a hundred point scale. Sure. So it's fifty out of hundred. Game Informer giving an eighty three. PC Magazine giving an eighty. Gamespot gave it a seventy. Video Games twenty four seven gave it a sixty. IGN gave it a sixty, and Video Games Chronicle gave it a sixty. However, Polygon gave it the Polygon recommends, saying Mario Golf Super Rush is a brilliant revival of one of Nintendo's oldest spinoffs, and it's unquestionably the best Mario sports title since the days of the GameCube and Game Boy Advance. Camelot, the studio responsible for both the best and worst Mario Golf games, has cobbled together something new, taking the series' best bits and binding them with one of the strangest and most significant tweaks to a major sports game since the, quote, action sports era of NFL Blitz. 
the action sports era also uh include mario and sonic the olympic games and then mario sonic the winter olympic games because those games slapped nobody could tell me they any differently so they really were top notch i don't know this i i mean obviously i'm not gonna buy this game i'm not gonna buy any of these games at launch it's just it's just too much money too much time but uh and i would say i'd wait for a sale but let's face it nintendo games never go on sale and if they do never. it's 40 dollars, and it's probably still not worth it for mario golf for me i can't wait for a friend to pick this up and then play it at my friend's house once yep. to, once to three times maybe mm-hmm. and that'll be solid that'll be great that is the same story for me vincent yep what can i say mm-hmm. although i will say yeah. all the trailers that i've seen for this game look like a damn fun time just like they oh. do look really good <laughs> yeah you can literally body check luigi into next week i would be i would only play waluigi like exclusively do my man justice um next up this is big we've been waiting for this for a while i mean i've been waiting for this for a while i don't know actually probably no one has been waiting for this but it's here so let's 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 talk about this real quick cyberpunk is back on the playstation store this comes from arts technica after facing arguably the biggest retail delisting yet on PlayStation consoles, Cyberpunk 2077 has return, returned to the PlayStation Network online store today, though even after months of patches, the game isn't necessarily getting a red carpet welcome. We've talked about this a million times, but, you know, in December, game comes out, Sony's like, this, or there's a whole refund system, Sony's like, forget it, we're just taking your game off the PlayStation store because our PS4s can't run it, you guys are trash, blah, 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 blah. Um, yep. there, it was just a whole back and forth, weeks of drama. It's the whole thing. We've talked about it. You've heard about it. I don't need to go over it again. At that time, neither Sony nor CD Projekt Red offered a roadmap for exactly when the game might go back on sale on Sony's digital shops, even though the developer made it clear that it would continue patching the game on all platforms. Game was never delisted on Xbox, by the way. Last week, CD Projekt Red confirmed that in a regulatory statement that the game would return to PSN this week, and that came to pass on Monday. In conjunction, the game's digital uh, purchase price was dropped $10 to $50. Possibly because the news coincided with Amazon Prime Day, where the game's digital and disc versions are also discounted, but also it's still $50 on the PlayStation Store right now, so take that as, with, mm. take that as you will. But uh, Cyberpunk 2077 returns with something new. Its PSN product page includes a warning at the very top of its game info text crawl. It says, important notice, users continue to experience performance issues with this game. Purchase for use on PS4 systems is not recommended. For the best cyberpunk experience on PlayStation, play on PS4 Pro and PS5 systems. Jeez, dude. It's that means it's still not still not quite there. But I mean that's to be expected. But the part it's wild that they have to put this notice on top of the game. Yeah. Um, the latest patch on consoles, version 1.23, appears to have far more stable performance on base PS4 than at launch, with some of its busiest scenes sticking relatively close, relatively close to 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, this comes at a cost of reductions across the board. Pixel re- resolution, level of detail, draw, texture fidelity, number of object- objects on screen, and other rendering drawbacks. Uh, and the next-gen consoles are still on track I don't believe fall. it, Finn. I don't believe the next-gen versions are coming this fall. I do. I believe it. I can't with the Jeez. way that it is right now. Finn, I need you to jump into Cyberpunk and tell, give me periodic updates on the performance of this game because I'm not going to. You're <sighs> the one who's played the game. You, 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 you completed it. I love it. I really love it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, James. When I play an RPG, I want to get to the point where I'm making a different build for my character and doing different things with my character instead of just playing. Like right now, I played the story. I did random, equipped random stuff. I'm like, okay, I like this. I'll keep this. I'll like this. I'll keep it. I'll boost this stat because I like it. Um, but now I'm at the point where the game, where like I'm getting all high level gear and like I can start building things to make myself like really strong, right? But it's not worth it right now. There's not enough. I don't want to just keep doing uh, NYPD scanners, which are like you just like little crimes here and there sure. um like kind of like in uh spider-man you know you swing around the city and right you fight those things you just kind of go around to whatever yeah or it's ncpd night city police department yes. but um like i'm so excited for this update because i'm definitely jumping back in you know you already know i'm when this patch comes i'm dropping it i'm jumping in platinum in the game i'm gonna do it all i'm gonna do it all i love cyberpunk i love the world i love it all but it did it did crash maybe 10 to 50 times when I played the original thing on the PlayStation 5. Um, but it ran fine. Like, playing it, it looked good. Um, I don't know. It, again, don't buy, don't play it on PS4. If you're going to play it at this point, 
You could pick it up for 20 bucks, which I probably recommend picking it up for 20 bucks if you're planning on playing it in the future, because when it when that next gen patch comes out, you already know it's going to stay at 50. They're going to be like, okay, people are jumping into this game. We need to True. make some money. So if you find it on sale for like 20 bucks and you have even the slightest bit of interest, that's a steal and a half. This is a great game. I spent 60 hours on the story alone, like alone. So, but that's coming from someone who liked the game and most people that I've talked to usually don't like it. So I don't know. I would give it like a solid eight and a half, solid nine. Big fan. Wow. A nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would. I was it, I was all in playing this game. Minus the bugs. If we're accounting bugs, it's like a 7.5. Then you got to play Fallout 4. Actually, someone's going to play Fallout 4 last night. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play Fallout 4. It's another long game I don't have time for. Ghost of Tsushima's coming to PC. Let's find out. Ghost of Tsushima fans with keen eyes notice a change to the packaging artwork that could signal new developments for the Samurai game. No longer does, the art, does its artwork carry the text banner that reads only on PlayStation. Does that mean it's coming to PC? The new box art is available on the official PlayStation Direct store and on the game's Amazon listing. The tagline was also removed from the packaging for Days Gone and Horizon Zero Dawn, both of which were ported to PC. Polygon has reached out to a PlayStation representative for more information. It must be noted that the quote only on PlayStation text is also not above the box art for PlayStation 4 titles that have PlayStation 5 versions, like Spider-Man Miles Morales. PlayStation 5 exclusives also lack the branding. Neither Demon's Souls nor Ratchet & Clank have the only on PlayStation text on their packaging. Ghost of Tsushima already received post-launch support in the form of co-op 4-player mode. Elsewhere, a movie based on the game is currently in production, with John Wick series director Chad Staleski currently yeah. attached. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. You still haven't ben, played Ghost of Tsushima. I still have not played Ghost of Tsushima. SMH James, I mean, it's that's on my a, backlog. That's a nine nine point five. It's a great then, game. Then you know what? Then I'll say that is my next story based game on my agenda. Sweet, and that one, it's it, daunting, but also you can just play the storyline. You don't have to play any of the side stuff, and it's probably a thirty hour story. Okay. Um, I will see where it leads me. Sometimes yeah. I like side stuff. Sometimes right. I don't. It's only if it grabs me. Oh, also like the side that. stuff gives you great like weapons and stuff like that too that I didn't oh, realize. Yeah. It. yeah, it's pretty. And the stories are good too. The side stories. There's like okay. they give you like a one out of nine or whatever, and you follow that character around and you do like certain things with certain characters. It's cool. Plus, there's like sixty events in the world that you have to do and stuff like that that are different there's cool there's a lot there's a lot in that game did you platinum it yep mm-hmm. cleared the map 100 took me wow. about 60 hours wow. worth every second though that one i had a great time all the way through whereas i put 68 hours into days gone and i was done at about 20 i was over it at 20 hours oh. <sighs> so that was great but i hope ghost of tsushima comes to the pc so that, so that other people can play it because i really do think it's an incredible game and not enough people have played it yeah um I'm so all about having them ported Heck yeah, see. me too. Go ahead. Um, also, uh, the Dual Sense is pretty cool in the Ghost of Shima too. They Ooh. did some updates. They don't have like it's not native, you know, so there's no like super good trigger stuff. But the controller vibrations and stuff feel great. They feel really cool in it. That's the same with a uh, control. Control feels really good with the. Really sense. okay. Oh yeah. man, I can. Every footstep you can feel. Is there a trigger pull on control? Oh my god, I have to. The shotgun must feel so good. Oh my god, or the powers? Oh my yeah. god. Okay. I'm because I'm, I'm gonna replay that on PS5 for sure. God, I can't <laughs> <Okay>. wait. <laughs> I platinum that in like 15 hours. That's it easy. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. yeah. Quick game. Sony insists it really likes crossplay now. Honest. That's the headline of this article. They really this comes... need to convince me, man. Yeah. This is from PC Gamer. In the increasingly calming trend of adding crossplay to every multiplayer game under the sun, Sony has been one major company to drag its feet on supporting the popular feature. This was seized upon by most notably by Microsoft, who now enjoys telling everyone how much it loves crossplay and wished Sony loved it as much as it does. Thanks to our recent court filings, Sony's reason for the apprehension have become clearer. Documents released as a part of the ongoing Epic vs. Apple League Assault Legal saga have showed that Sony's crossplay compliance came with a special royalty that game publishers have to pay up. Basically, Sony wants to ensure that PlayStation players aren't running off to spend their money on other platforms while still relying on Sony's servers slash infrastructure to actually play their game. That demand for a revenue cut is potentially why last month, Borderlands 3 announced it would now support crossplay except for PlayStation, which was a huge F. 
This was a pretty public calling out of, out of Sony, and the situation there remains murky. Despite the abnormal royalty policy, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan recently to- told Axios, I don't know what Axios is. Do you know what Axios is? It's a news outlet. Okay. That he wants PlayStation to support crossplay in more games going forward. Quote, we support and encourage crossplay, Ryan said, citing various titles, titles that currently support the feature and others such as Destiny 2, which will soon introduce it. Quote, that number will continue to grow, he added. Ryan was asked last month, uh, Ryan was asked last, about last month's snub from Gearbox, and he said he didn't want to discuss, quote, live business issues with a long-standing partner, but added, our policies are consistent across all platforms. So Jim Ryan? Or all publishers. Or all publishers. What, what's going on here? What's going on? Dude, I don't know. It sounds like Ryan really... I'm trying to figure out whether all of these other companies are just paying this like this ridiculous fee ridiculous fee and they're just not saying anything and gearbox mm. is like yeah we don't want to play it and jim ryan's like oh well like everyone is it a everyone else is paying it or is it like does microsoft elicit some sort of fee from these publishers for is... crossplay that we don't know don't... about or is is sony only targeting these games that have like that xbox they're not doing crossplay with games that have uh, you know how like Call of Duty goes back and forth or like PlayStation gets the maps first or Xbox gets the maps right. first right, right, right. Borderlands was on the Xbox they did that Xbox thing so I don't know huh. mm. maybe it's those type of games I don't know because mm. they only have crossplay on like the big ones Destiny 2 is coming it's not even happening yet they have Fortnite uh, Apex you can do it mm. I don't know well it- Apex shouldn't Apex be one of the ones on Microsoft's side, though, because it's EA. Maybe. But EA also... EA's got, like, I don't know, partners with a lot of things. You know what I mean? They got Star Wars. They got... They're, they have other publishing companies. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, whatever it is. But Jim Ryan's saying that he wants crossplay to, like, have growing numbers. It's it's a good sign for me, but you gotta put your money where your mouth is, baby. You gotta, you gotta show me the games. Is it... I almost get the feeling that Jim Ryan is, like... Yeah, we want the crossplay like on more platforms, but only if you pay us like extra costs for it. Stupid. They have the ability to do it. Just do it. They're gonna. This interview mostly had good price or good press about it. Like people okay. are like, "Oh, this is nice. This is good that he's talking okay. about this, having conversation about this." When he sure. hasn't, he's just swept it under the rug before. He's actually right. talking about it. But from my point of view, if you can do it with other games, you can do it for all games, and it, this shouldn't even be like it should just be. I'll tell you right now, James. Battlefield 2042 better be crossplay with everything. If it's not, Damn I'm right. gonna have problems. I have a lot of friends that play on PC. I'm gonna be playing it on my PS5. Like, yep. and I, I got a lot of friends on Xbox who are gonna pick it up. Totally, 100. I want to play with all those friends. I do not want to be locked out to just a certain subsect of friends. You know? Yeah. And ah, uh, it better be Sony. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. It, exactly. 100. percent Okay, that's all I have to say. Jim Ryan, please don't do me dirty. Don't do us dirty, Jim Ryan. Next up, we got Xbox monitors. This comes from news.xbox.com. At Xbox, we've long believed providing choice to our players is a critical part of the gaming experience. Whether it's controllers, headsets, or storage, products available in the Design for Xbox program enhance the user experience on Xbox. Few devices in gaming are as important as your display. And we know with a new few... Or, I lost my place... And we know with a few console generation come unparalleled fidelity in your gaming experiences. With the amazing visual capacities or nope capabilities of Xbox Series X slash S and new display features to consider like HDR, 4K at 120Hz, and variable refresh rate, we want to help Xbox fans find the ideal monitor for your preferred gaming experience. While the options available may seem endless at times and or sorry, endless and at times or even downright confusing. The Design for Xbox team has got your back. Today, for the first time, we're announcing gaming monitors from our licensed partners that will join the Design for Xbox program. We work closely with leading display manufacturers, including Philips, Asus, and Acer, over the last two years to prepare these products to take full full advantage of the Xbox Series X and S and HDMI 2.1. Whether you are looking to purchase a new monitor for, uh, for gaming on PC or Xbox Series X and S, our new design for Xbox monitors will be available this summer. This is Vinny's note. This is smart as fuck. 
So many people don't look at specs for panels are not getting the most out of their console. So Xbox says, hey, buy this monitor. It'll, it'll. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it'll do everything. It'll do everything at the best. And people will be like, oh, Xbox says to buy this one. I'll just buy this one. And then he looked and he said, holy hell, these are way too expensive. James, the the what? cheapest one is $700. The the Eat next one, ass. the Asus one is 1.5K. Eat my ass, Xbox. This is this is three times the price of the console, bro. <laughs> oh my god! And they're like, this is fast switching, so you could also use it for PC. You can switch between Xbox and PC. Use the same one. I get it. That's great, dude. That's a lot. That's that's a lot of money, though. Um, but I'm thinking, like, when I first read this and I saw it on Twitter, I was like, this is a great move by Xbox. Are you kidding me? Like, you buy this Xbox and you buy this monitor that's gonna do everything your Xbox can do. Instead, like right now. My brother just got a, he's got a PS5, right? So he's work. He's like, I need a new monitor for this. I want to get the full advantage of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't use the 720, like, I don't know, uh, whatever it is, panel, Acer panel sure. that I've been using sure. for a long time. Um, and he's like, I don't know what I need and stuff like that. I can't spend a lot of money. Obviously the money thing is out of the question here with Xbox. It's so damn expensive, but it is true that some people don't know. Some people don't understand all the things. And so Xbox saying, here's, here's one with everything everything your xbox will need you get you're it's gonna look amazing on this easy purchase for people that have no idea what they're doing if it wasn't so expensive but some of these are like justifiably expensive because all these run right. 4k at 120 hertz and yep. HDMI these are all top of the line specs 100 they are that you're i'm actually you know what now that this is the case i'm almost these are probably like just run-of-the-mill prices oh definitely they are they're just gonna so have the like, xbox branding so they could probably mark it up a little bit they could do a little bit more uh-huh uh-huh so they can be like so they can be like oh well like i can imagine xbox people i mean not to like i'm not throwing shade in like a console war yeah, like, yeah. but just i can imagine consumers who are a little less right. informed being like oh like this is what i need and then overpaying for a lot of features that they don't necessarily need sure james did you just call xbox gamers uninformed did you just <laughs> that's what i was avoiding that's what i was avoiding no i know you just mean uninformed consumers in general not i do who happen to own xboxes because this is marketed towards people with xboxes yeah i'm sure these work great for ps5 as well and probably look amazing for your pc also you know yeah i might buy one for uh because it's these monitors are also hard to find right oh yeah 4k at 120 hertz with HDMI 2.1, this is like cutting edge stuff that are hard mm-hmm. to come by. Right, because my monitor that I use right now for everything is a 4K monitor. It has HDMI 2.1, but it does not have HDR and it's only 60 refresh rate, which mm. kind of blows, kind of blows. Like, I yeah. wish I had that 120. But also, this monitor is like, I don't know how I can sell it and get a new one because I want 4K, but I also want 120 hertz. So I don't know. I don't know what to do that yet. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe I just need a 1080 monitor that is 120 and then I keep the 4K or something else i don't know i'll get, get one monitor for 120 hertz games and one monitor for 4k games uh-huh <clears throat> you know you know only only gamer things baby only gamer things gosh this is another big one ea acquires playdemic for 1.4 billion dollars this is another big huge money. huge acquisition for ea this comes from gamesindustry.biz electronic arts has agreed to purchase playdemic from warner media for 1.4 billion dollars in an all-cash deal the company's announced today founded in 2010 the manchester uk-based pandemic playdemic god plandemic god damn is best oh, known no. as the developer of the mobile and facebook game golf clash have you played golf yeah. clash no okay quote we have enjoyed working with the talented team at playdemic as they have grown golf clash beyond all expectations into a hit mobile game with tremendous longevity wb wow. games president uh, David Haddad said, while we have great respect for the Playdemic team, our decision to divest as a part of our overall strategy to build games based on Warner Bros. storied franchises. Interesting. I, is this a mobile game acquisition or are they working on big boy games? I don't know. Just kidding. Not big boy games. Mobile gamers, you're gamers too. Don't worry. Don't worry. I hate that. Okay. Uh, when asked if the Playdemic acquisition would result in any layoffs, an EA representative told GamesIndustry.biz there were no plans for changes, adding Playdemic has a very experienced team that has worked together since 2014 with a strong expertise in mobile games and the Clash Sports design. 
We're looking forward to working with and learning from their teams and creative leaders. Playdemic becomes the fourth significant acquisition for EA since December, when it reached an agreement to purchase racing game specialist Codemasters for $1.2 billion, thwarting Take-Two Interactive's own attempt to add the company to its portfolio. EA followed that up with a $2.1 billion acquisition to Glue Mobile in February and the addition of super mega baseball developer Metalhead Software in May. These are huge, huge numbers. Uh, EA is almost... EA is looking at damn near $5 billion on acquisitions this year alone. Mm-hmm. They're cooking up. They're cooking. They're monopolizing the mobile gaming market. They sure are. It's about to be EA and Apple Arcade. Ooh, is Apple Arcade a big player right now? Do you think they are? I don't. Well, like, I just know that Apple Arcade puts in a lot of money towards uh, mobile game. I mean, yeah. But also, that's. I get. Are these people. Are these. Is Playdemic still operating under the name Playdemic, or will it just be under an EA? Mm, game? I don't know. Like, for instance, Bioware. Uh-huh. That's owned by EA, right? Right. So but I it think still has the Bioware the thing. Same thing. Yeah. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll still say Playdemic and EA. Mm. But. Playdemic won't have anything that doesn't say EA on it. Like, everything will be EA after this acquisition. Yeah. So, um, this doesn't really affect me too much. Will it affect the mobile games industry, Vincent? Eh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Not really big in it. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know how much of an impact EA has on the mobile. I mean, besides just having all these acquisitions and throwing huge amounts of money around. EA has plans for zombies, which is definitely one of the best mobile games ever. God, I love plans for zombies. <laughs> So there you right. go. They do have Plants vs. Zombies, which <laughs> that... I completely forgot about. Wow. Great game. Great game. Okay. <sighs> Marvel's Avengers update exposes PlayStation 5 players' <laughs> IP addresses. How does this even happen in the first place? I, I have don't know. no idea. And whoever was in charge of releasing this update got fired so quick. <sighs> yeah. um, Square Enix today released a patch for Marvel's Avengers that accidentally exposed PlayStation 5 players' IP addresses on their screens and concern for anyone who streamed the game or uses system screenshot sharing functions. Players and journalists posted about the issue on Twitter, sharing redacted screenshots, indicating how the information was appearing in-game. A little less than two hours later, it confirmed the news and cautioned that users would need to wait for a fix. Saying, quote, we are currently testing a solution to the issue of personal information, including the player's IP addresses and username being displayed on screen on PS5 and plan to deploy a hotfix around... Uh, tomorrow at around 8 a.m. Pacific time. It added, PlayStation 5 players should refrain from streaming or posting screenshots online until then as sensitive information may be displayed. Update that bug was now fixed or is now fixed as a result as a um, as of like 10, 9 p.m. last night. Still hilarious. Still absolutely hilarious how this could get by. They literally tweeted, they said, please refrain from streaming this game if you're on PlayStation 5. <laughs> and this is what got you back in, Vin. You said, you know what, there's some stuff going on. I want to get back you know, in, Vinny. I, I want to play the Hawkeye and Kate Bishop stuff because I still haven't done that yet. I'm not going to play it for the grind. I'm just playing through the story stuff, you know? And I'll jump back mm-hmm. in for uh, the Wakanda update too. I can't wait. That'll be great. Hopefully. Maybe. How big Hopefully. is this game in? Uh, size-wise? 40-ish. You know, that's not bad. No, it's not Pleasantly too bad. Surprised. I have a good time. We got to play it together sometime, James. Sure. Uh, James, you want to take this one? Actually, sure. wait. Dead Space. Dead Space. Yeah, you got it. You go for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Leaked Dead Space revival of game is, quote, a reimagining of the series. This comes from Game Rant. The rumor originated from Games Beat's Jeff Grubb, who hinted that Star Wars Squadron Studio EA Motive is developing a Dead Space game set to be revealed at the EA Play event on July 22nd. Since that tease, other publications have reported that EA Motive is indeed revealing a new game at EA Play, and that will indeed be based on an established IP. Though they've stopped short of saying that it will definitely be Dead Space, that was until a new report by Gematsu who has, quote, separately heard that the EA Motive game is a Dead Space revival and that it will be a reimagining of the sequel. What exactly reimagining means for Dead Space is unclear, but looking at other video game reimaginings may offer some insight. The article goes on to talk about how Ratchet and Clank 20... What was it? 2018? 2017? 16. 2016, even earlier. Wow, that's crazy. When Ratchet and Clank came out, that was 
technically a reimagining of the series that mm. included kind of like a new story, new gameplay elements, and right. overall a very much a refresher for the franchise. Did you ever play Dead Space? I played a little bit. I played a lot of it in co-op mode on the PS3. So there was a whole co-op mode in Dead Space, and was that, that was the kind third of one. Yeah. Okay. Um, there was a lot of time, like around that time, end of the PS3. I guess that wasn't even end of the PS3 era. That was probably like middle. I feel like there was not a lot of co-op games besides like, like couch co-op games. But this one you could do couch co-op, so I would play it with my friends a lot. And mm-hmm. totally loved it. So I would be very interested in a Dead Space revival. I would also be very interested. I remember I would go in on my PC playing Dead Space one or two, and I'd just mm-hmm. be way too scared to like keep yeah. going. Yep. That was the game where I was like, I was going down a hallway and be like, I know there's something there. Right. I know game design. I know that they put something mm-hmm. there. The music's and queuing up. It's dark the at the end of the hallway. Up. Yep. It's something's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. So I'm just gonna quit the game. Yep. <laughs> Better safe <laughs> than sorry. Alt tab out and close. Yep. And it's done. But yeah. Yep. Also, EA Play. What else can we get there in July? I guess Battlefield. I hope. We get the um, well, the respawn. demo. They'll give us a Battlefield demo at the end of EA Play. Oh, that would be sick. Because it's only two an months until beta? the game comes out. Oh, no, they'll do the closed beta, and then they'll do the open mm. beta like a week later or something. For like one day. You already know I'm going to be on that closed beta. If oh, yeah. I can, unless they put it behind a pre-order wall. It is. The closed beta is behind a pre-order wall. Mm, never mind. That's how they get you. But open beta. I'll be there for open beta, for sure. I'll be there for open beta. Are you kidding me? Um, the other thing I'm looking forward to maybe is a little bit of maybe the Respawn Star Wars open world game. Do you think they'll show it? I think it's too or No, dude. Oh, yeah. No, they could. They could. Or maybe Jedi Fallen Order 2. Yeah, we didn't get Jedi Fallen Order 2 during uh, E3. You're right. Uh-uh. Oh, well, we did get Jedi Fallen Order for PS5. We did. And Xbox Series X. Yep. Lots of lots 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 of questions. Lots to think about. I'll be watching EA play. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Sega, for our final story of the day, Sega wants to turn Sonic into a VTuber. Into a VTuber. You heard that correctly, James. You're you're the pro on this. You should you should read this. This is Sega art director (laughs) uh, Kazuyuki Hoshino has reportedly stated that the team is working to turn Sonic the Hedgehog into a VTuber. This will come as part of a new broadcast project. Hoshino also stated that the team's next goal is to open up a Sonic theme park due to the success of the recent Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Have you seen the movie, by the way? No. It's actually great. I know. I know I need to see it. It's actually great, yeah. I know I need to see it, but I just haven't. (laughs) The information comes from Ryoku. All right, here we go. Yep, Ryoku Tia who has frequently been the first to post key information from physical publications such as Famitsu and Weekly Shonen Jump. In this case, it comes from two statements from Sonic the Hedgehog producer producer Takashi Lizuka and art director Kazuyuki Hoshino. Additionally, Lizuka. I know I'm pretty You got this. You got this. Say that the team is taking its time developing the new Sonic the Hedgehog title planned to release in 2022. He added that development of the new title will keep the, quote, future evolution of Sonic in mind and take a form that differs from past iterations. The new Sonic the Hedgehog title will launch in 2022 for the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Finn, would you watch Sonic the Hedgehog as a VTuber? Um, would you watch that stream? For the meme, I'd watch it for maybe five, ten minutes as the meme. Yeah. Someone will be watching it religiously, though, and be clipping out funny parts that I'm sure I'd see online. But I would not stop by just to hang out with Sonic, the VTuber. I want to watch the aftermath of yeah. Sonic, the VTuber, specifically the edits in which people would take the reaction video of the Sonic kid screaming at the camera and clipping it with the Sonic VTuber. I'm sure that'll be perfect. What if the Sonic VTuber really dives into its memeiness and watches that video on the stream? It doesn't even have to be edited. It might be even better. I don't even know what to think, Finn. Do you know what I can't wait for this? 
the absolute fallout Twitter is going to have over the VTuber community and because Sonic is ruining the VTuber community or something like that. Oh my god, it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> There's the, the VTuber community and the furry community are just going to... Band together against Sonic? Against Sonic? I wasn't thinking against oh, Sonic. Oh, for... You think they're going to be... Sonic's going to be their new poster think... boy? Yes, I think Sonic might be their new to- poster boy. Mmm, interesting. Cheesy says, what if the kids react to VTuber Sonic reacting to his video? A double reaction video? Reactionception? I'm down. A little too much. All right, we have one piece of news that is hot off the press. Insomniac Games tweeted out that Insomniac is hiring. We have five new job openings for a multiplayer project. Come join us and be part of the uh, hashtag PlayStation Studios family as we work on exciting things. Apply today. Followed by a screenshot saying they are hiring for a creative director to define the vision and quality of all aspects of development for a single game, a systems director of multiplayer, oversee aspects of multiplayer features, mechanics, system design, and more, a story lead to write game narrative, including original treatments, stories, scripts, and more, an art director ensuring excellence in all aspects of in-game visuals, and a VFX, VFX artist. Create FX work, uh, sorry, create FX to work and assist in gameplay, environment, and cinematics of the game james what the hell could insomniac be doing with multiplayer right now what what's no the next spot i want another no spider-man idea. game i have no idea i just want another spider-man game it doesn't have to be multiplayer jack online no it's not a dog never mind uh it would be sly, sly cooper online nope that's sly sucker punch. cooper nope that's also not a dog isn't it no it's sucker punch um <laughs> wait what's the other one they did i'm missing something i'm forgetting something Ratchet and Clank and Ratchet and Clank and Sunset Overdrive and Spider-Man. Oh, that could be interesting. Online Sunset Overdrive. That you could be onto something there. Mm-hmm. Multiplayer or hit me or let me. Spider-Man. Oh, this would actually be awful. I, I'm thinking this would be bad. Okay, I'm listening. Or this is it. <clears throat> Spider-Man, Spider-Verse game, but. The whole shtick is that you are create a Spider-Man. You create a Spider-Man with a backstory and everything. With a backstory and everything. It's DC but in Universal reality, Marvel. everyone just goes through the same basic ass storyline, thinking that you're original. But literally, everyone else did the same exact storyline. What if you nailed it? What if you nailed it, and that's the next Spider-Man game? <laughs> Peter Parker, and Miles Morales are like uh, side characters in that game. Yes. You play as yourself. Mm-hmm. And you, there's actually two branching paths of whether or not you want Miles Morales to mentor you or you want Peter Parker, Parker to mentor you throughout the game. What if Peter Parker's like an old man, 50, 60 years old at this point? Miles Morales is like maybe in his 30s. They can't do anything. They're just, they're done. Which is why they need you, the player, yes, to rise up. What would the online look like? Just a hundred Spider-Mans in New York City. hundred Spider-Mans. You're constantly running into people and, like, hitting other people as you're web-swinging. And, like, they made it for some reason that you, when you bump into other people, like, uh-huh. you don't fall or anything, but it just clips really weird. You just clip and through, you, like, shakes <laughs> as it goes through. It shakes, and you kind of lose momentum as you're swinging, but, like, kind of not like it clips back to where sure. you're normally swinging, like... I mean, and it just makes sense. You're going to have Spider-Man Battle Royale in this, too. Battle over of New course. York. Of course. I mean, it just of course. works. Uh-huh. But there's no weapons, so it's just going to be fist fighting and webbing. It's webbing, kicking, and fisting in the air. <laughs> That's all it is. This sounds like the greatest game of all time. Insomniac, please don't make this Please don't make this game. Just hire us as your systems directors, please. We're great consultants. I could be on the writing. We could be on the writing we team. I don't know. Writing team. Yeah. I can give you a couple good backstories. Maybe one to two that all players would choose. <laughs> <laughs> one with Miles Morales and one with Peter Parker. That's all you need, baby. Oh, and of course, the one for the spider pig for those really quirky people. Sure. Super. Who, who actually is voiced by John Mulaney. Is John Mulaney canceled now or is he still legit? I forget. I read something. Can't. I don't know. I thought really? I read something. I don't know. You never know these I days. I hope he's not. I hope he's not canceled. Comedians, man. They're always in hot water. I don't even know. They're always get it. in hot water. Wow. <laughs> that brings us to the final segment of the show. Random fun stuff. Stories without a story. Quick headlines that you should probably know about that there's really no story attached to. James, start us off. 
Battlefield 4 server capacity increased to deal with players hyped for Battlefield 2042. Vincent, you and I hopped in. Yep, stoked. I'll keep playing that. Ratchet sells more copies in its second week than its first, which is kind of uncalled for. Or not uncalled for, unheard of. That's what I meant for. All right. Demon Slayer game gets tons of new footage and shows more of its character roster. It also shows different pre-order editions and advantages in Japan. We have no U.S. release date for the Demon Slayer game, but you play through the entire first season of the of the uh, show. Plus, it's like a battle game too. Yeah, cool. It is. Cool. It looks super sick. <laughs> um, Space Jam Two is getting a retro side scroller beat 'em up video game tie-in. It also has two Xbox controllers that they released. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty cool. They were really cool. Uh, the new Aliens co-op shooter, Aliens Fireteam Elite, arrives in August for most uh, platforms. Remember when we were talking about co-op zombie games? This definitely falls in that. There's way too many. Back for Blood, uh, Quarantine, or, fire, or Extraction, or whatever the hell it's called now. Yep. This one, there's a lot. Uh, and a, or the, the one on the ship at the Microsoft conference, Anacrusis, or something like that. The one on the ship? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, and the one at the end of the Xbox conference. The uh, the vampire one? Yeah, the vampire one. Same thing. Red Redfall. Yeah, bite back. That's their, that's their slogan for that. Sonic X Minecraft trailer draws huge, huge attention as being speculated as being the biggest Sonic game of the year. This sounds incredible. Uh, Kerbal Space Program coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X with a free upgrade. Sonic Mania... And Horizon Chase Turbo is now available for free on Epic Game Store. The Tower and Destiny 2 received an update and is now afflicted with take and blight and goop everywhere. Yep. But the NPCs and the people around the tower really don't notice. They're just like they oblivious. Say about it. Oblivious. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. And that's it. That's a wrap for episode 70 of Checkpoint. Yep. James? Everyone, thank you so much for watching. Thank you to our audio listeners. Uh, don't forget to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, hit that notification bell. Ding, ding. Guys, you know what it is. It's been an incredible Thursday. Uh, Vin, do you have anything to say to the audience? Nope. Peace out, guys. This is a Peace great out, episode. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Great episode. Um, oh, also, audio listeners, if you check out our YouTube, we have uh, other videos going up too. We got Loki reactions happening right now. A couple one-off videos. We got the uh, Freeze Frame, which are our movie podcast. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. Appreciate you guys. And we will uh, see you on the flippity flip. All right. Peace out, guys.